0: Hello. Welcome back. It's the Single Girl's Guide to Isolation.
1: Yes, here we are again.
0: We're still here. (laughs) This will never end. This is the new normal. Um, What I love is we're recording remotely, um, which we figured out how to do. Yay. Using Rather than recording audio and uploading it in a Mm -hmm. terrible manner, which I apologize again for how terrible our episode a couple of episodes ago was. But (laughs) The way that this works, it's like a conference call. So when I conference E in, I get to listen to like hold music. And it's really like I'll see if I can like try to record that music because it was actually pepping me up, calming me down. It was really good intro music for our (laughs) podcast that has never had intro.
2: Wow.
1: Um,
0: E we're still at home. Yep. Uh what are you doing to keep yourself busy when you're not working from home? Do you have, do you have, you've always been anti-hobbies. Uh-huh. Well,
1: yeah, not so much hobbies, activities. Like I think a hobby is a bit more gentle than an activity. Mm-hmm. Activity is a bit more full on. Um, whereas a hobby you can do from your bed. So I'm less opposed to them. Okay. Um, I guess my hobby in life is probably cooking mm-hmm. and food and eating. Um, Going out to eat is my favorite (laughs) hobby. So obviously that one's taken a bit of a backburn.
0: I love going Um, to wine tastings. And I I mean, I'm tasting wine in ISO, but not not in a classy way.
1: It's not tasting when you drink the whole bottle.
0: (laughs) Okay. I mean, you say potato, I say wine tasting. So (laughs) let's not
1: be judgmental. Yeah, so I guess like I've been doing a lot of cooking, and I so I haven't been eating out. I haven't been ordering food, getting food delivered at all. You're I've been doing cooking, all the cooking
0: for more than one person as well, which I think. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm cooking good. for a household.
0: Yeah, whereas I cook for just me, um, mm-hmm. which I do anyway, and I've always been somebody who cooks quite a lot. Um, what I'm struggling with is the limitations on space in my fridge and freezer. Um, mm-hmm certain things haven't been available at the supermarket and I'm quite good at adapting but you you can't make a single serve lasagna that's just impossible
1: and No, you can't and you shouldn't no. like so you I, officially shouldn't yeah so I've ended up with like large serves of food that then go on Instagram serve. and follow one 800 lasagna. do yourself a favor he'll yeah. deliver it to you <laughs>
0: um well I like cooking so it's not it's not terrible and I'm I'm yeah. not controlling what's in my food. Um, so, yeah, cooking. Have you been doing anything else in ISO to sort of like?
1: I've been drinking a lot of wine. Like I drink, but I usually I binge drink socially. Like that's <laughs> typically what I do. I'm not the kind of person who gets home after work and has a glass of wine to relax. Like that's not me. But apparently that is me. Um, <laughs> okay. I've been drinking like. Maybe a, a bottle of wine or most of a bottle of wine every night, maybe. Wow, yeah. And yeah. I've been I'm making. I'm having
0: a drink a night and I'm shocking myself on the nights that I'm not having alcohol. I'm
1: like, oh. Mm. And, and I've, I've also been like doing some cocktail ISO, ISO cocktails. cocktails.
0: Oh, what's your ISO cocktail?
1: Well, my cocktail of choice usually anyway is a margarita. So I've been mm. making a lot of margaritas because I have all the stuff. Um, what? And I.
0: Can I make a margarita with mezcal instead of tequila? Yes,
1: you absolutely can. It's delicious Maybe that's and smoky. Yes. Um my recommendation with mezcal is like a smoked pineapple mezcal margarita. Okay. <laughs> I
0: don't have pineapple, but I'm sure
1: I could. Fine. It's all right. We can we can get this to happen. It's we're in ISO. Next time you're at the shops and I'll talk you through it. Um yeah. I've been making yeah, margaritas, I made jackeries the other day. Um for Easter. I made like chocolate cocktails. Um nice. yeah, so lots of drinking. Lots. Mm.
0: <laughs> well, I've I've sort of gone on the more wholesome route. I am mm-hmm. drinking a lot, um, but I've gone back to baking. Um so like everybody else, I've reached the point where I just had to make banana bread. And oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've made two loaves.
0: So my banana bread was really good. Um, I would hazard to say that I am actually a banana bread genius. I, oh,
1: wow. Um, what do you do? What's what's your shtick with it?
0: So I um, made a – it was a really simple batter um, – you know, flour, eggs, sugar, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's all about what you add to it. So I make sure that my banana is really mushed so that it becomes almost a liquid.
1: Uh-huh. And then well, I, I, I leave them sit on the bench until they're black. Like, oh, yeah, my, they're my, horrific. I
0: bananas purposefully for them to go brown to use in mm-hmm.
1: the. Not even um, brown, man. Black and sloppy is what you want.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then um, what I, I think a good banana bread is all about what you add to it. So I had dark chocolate chunks, not chock chips, like chunky, uneven, big pieces of dark chocolate mm. um, and roughly chopped walnuts. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's all about the way you serve it. I cut my slices thick. I put them in like the panini press and toast it and then slather it with good quality butter heaven preferably like salted butter or if you always like salted butter crack a bit of salt over the top like.
1: yes so i also do the same thick cut toasted i have been treating myself in iso to um cultured butter
2: oh you make your own.
1: i haven't yet it is on my list of iso to do's but um i haven't quite the to because you can peppy sayer is the is mm-hmm. a local melbourne brand and it's so good And I just don't know why you would need anything else when you can buy that. So that, the salted of that on bread with a sprinkle of salt over the top as well, that's like my dream food.
0: So my other baking has been, um, I currently have a a housemate, a lodger, somebody living with me, Mm. Um, but we don't really know each other very well. She moved in the week before all of the lockdown restrictions started. Wow. (laughs) Um, And was originally only meant to be here for a month um before continuing on traveling she's on a working holiday visa uh and that obviously didn't happen <laughs> because, so how
1: long has she been there now
0: uh just over a month because mm-hmm. we sort of was like uh you right to pay another month's rent um so that's been like it's been nice to have somebody else around um mm-hmm. a bit weird because it's not like a friend or um somebody I've known for a while yeah um but she's from Finland so I have we sort of got talking about like, you know, Easter was coming up and did she have any, you know, Easter traditions or things that she would do in Finland. And she told me about like a dessert that they eat in Finland. So I tried to recreate that, um, which she then subsequently is like, nobody actually makes it. We all just buy it frozen.
1: (laughs) Is that like Panettone that nobody makes, everybody buys.
0: (laughs) So they do have one that's like a bread that is similar to a panettone, um, which I did try to make and I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. It's like, uh, I can't even. (laughs) There's there's so many A's with umlauts on it that I'm just like, I don't know how this is pronounced. And the other one. It's
1: (laughs) it's
0: like palisipia if I was to say it in English, but it's definitely not what it is. And the other one that she really knows quite well is Finnish Mamie, M-A, A A with an umlaut, double M-I which is an Easter pudding, which is made with dark rye, um, molasses, slow-cooked. It's got a weird texture. It's flavoured with orange rind and raisins. Um, Mm -hmm. So I had a girl cooking it. This is the one where she's like, nobody ever makes this. They just buy it. Mm -hmm. Um, I couldn't get dark rye uh, flour. I could only get light rye. Um, I couldn't find molasses, so I just used golden syrup. But she said it tasted similar. And the texture was only a little bit of. Um, and I think like I halved the recipe, so I probably cooked it for a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. Like I've got, if I was to make it again, I have ways I'd adapt it, but mm-hmm. she smothered it with cream and said that it tasted like orange. So that
1: was like. <laughs> Smothering it with cream makes everything taste good.
0: Yeah. And I think that was, it was a challenge, like the, the bread as well. It was like a fruit bread with raisins and, um, citrus peel and, mm-hmm. um, it's an enriched dough with cream and eggs and scalded milk and it was very different to what I'm used to baking so that's amazing that's what I would say Um, my next challenge is sourdough I have been gifted a sourdough starter welcome to the family
1: to the club the sourdough club
0: at the moment I'm feeding it to grow it a bit Mm because I was only given like a takeaway coffee cup worth Mm -hmm. um so I've been researching and it's an it's an established starter. It's five years old. So it doesn't it's not as hit and miss as a baby. And mm-hmm. it can sort of take a little bit of neglect. Um, so at the moment I'm just feeding it to grow it a bit and have a play around. So that's a mm-hmm. kind of challenge. I'm gonna try making my own salad oats.
1: Yeah, I've revived mine. I'm like a bad mother with mine. Sometimes I'm really into it and i feed it every day and then other times i like sit it in the cupboard for months and it gets very very sad so i'm reviving mine but um my stand mixer broke
2: oh and my God.
1: so i'm doing everything by hand which is fine but it's like a lot more of a process and i just find i don't have the energy in this ISO well, time like i just can't be bothered
0: my stand mixer is not a real stand mixer it's like a hybrid mm-hmm. hand mixer stand mixer
1: thing mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. so
0: it has dough hooks, but it's not heavy-duty enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
1: With I, sourdough, it should be okay because it's quite high-moisture sourdough. Yeah. Um, and what, I and killed mine making bagels. So,
0: <laughs> But I I think that my next, like, big purchase will be a proper – I mean, I've said this all along. If somebody wants to send me a KitchenAid, just do it.
1: Like, yeah, please. If you
0: have a KitchenAid that's gathering dust, hit me up. Like, I will – pay you in sourdough bread just (laughs) it's all I want Um, yeah unfortunately I expended my birthday wish when my parents were feeling really sorry for me on getting a cat
1: this year yeah I say pussy (laughs) uh,
0: I mean look quarantine cat is doing well so I'm not I'm not going to hold it against him that I don't have a stand mixer but I'm just saying I still don't have a stand mixer in my Mm life um other ISO hobbies that I've got, I mean, my continual hobby has been cross-stitch,
2: mm-hmm.
0: design patterns and I stitch patterns and I actually had been out of practice in doing it. Um, so yesterday I sort of like got out my stuff and started looking at it again and planning my next project. So that's mm-hmm. been kind of nice to like have some time. And I highly recommend cross-stitch to people be because it's not hard. It's very easy to self-teach. There's a lot of people who have a lot of opinions about how it should be done and the fact that the back of your work should be perfect and tidy and clean. Fuck that. Nobody ever sees the back. Do whatever you want. Um, (laughs) Rules are made to be broken. And I just like it because it keeps my hands busy. And it's very good for people who struggle with meditation or mindfulness and get their mind wanders because I find if my hands are busy, it's easier for my mind to focus.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, not a hobby that I've been doing, but a hobby that my housemate sort of, she said to me, she's like, Oh, when I did my, you know, one shop for the week, I tried to find coloring in books and pencils, but everywhere's sold out. And I was like, dude, I, that was a hobby of mine years ago here. Enjoy my textures and pencils and adult coloring in books. Um, so like that, that was a hot thing for a moment a while ago Mm -hmm. when we lived together. Yeah, we used to sit and like watch Game of Thrones and do coloring in. Yeah. I, um, I th- wonder why we're
1: <laughs> Another, I guess you could say it's a hobby. I have a lot of indoor plants. I have lots of plants mm-hmm. in my house, um, and slowly over ISO, I bought them one by one into my room, and now mm-hmm. I'm like living in a jungle. I've got about twelve plants in my room, um, and I've done lots of repotting and um, I've mm-hmm. fertilized them all and. They're all looking quite happy and, yeah, so I just need I, to get some more shelving and stuff in here so I can bring more plants in.
0: <laughs> I got mine really healthy just before I sow, so mm-hmm. there's not much I can do for them at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I'm keeping them alive, which is not an easy task.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, it's, it's. I'm enjoying it because I live in an apartment that doesn't have an outdoor area. Um, so particularly on days where it's been really rainy and horrible and, I haven't been able to get outside because I've had to work. Um, I've enjoyed at least having greener in, inside. Yeah.
1: What's your favourite indoor plant?
0: Um, look, I don't like to have favourites. <laughs> uh, just before I saw I purchased a ficus, a fiddle leaf fig. Yeah. Um, so I really like that because I just like how it looks. Um I am a big fan of my peace lily because I find it the most communicative of all my plants. It tells me when it needs stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I was going to say um, peace lilies are up there with my favourites simply because they're so easy because, yeah. like, it's obvious.
0: Yeah. they When they droop, it's like, okay, you need water? I got you. <laughs> um, yeah. There's, like, a few of my succulents, and I've purchased a few, like, weird, like a desert rose, and I'm just, like, I'm winging it with that. I don't know what that needs. Um mm-hmm yeah and it's just nice to have some greenery I'm loving my devil's ivy it's doing really well um yeah I've got quite a few yeah, like, my devil's like, ivy is nearly road. three meters
1: long now it's really getting there
0: um I've got mine currently like trellised
1: yeah um, I did see
0: somebody though who had a devil's ivy that's like meters and meters long that they maintain on their wall with like command strip hooks mm-hmm. and I am so impressed however quarantine kitty is kind of into jumping up on things at the moment so I'm mm-hmm. not I'm trying to just like minimize the damage that can happen there
1: yeah well mine's getting close to the floor so I either need to take it up and around yeah. or I need to start trimming it and propagating yeah, but, yeah. Mean
0: propagate just like have a million of them
1: oh I, yeah I've got a few on the go but it's just like I don't know I'm enjoying how long it's getting
0: <laughs> true um speaking of like green spaces while we're working do you mm-hmm. have any like we've talked before about our working from home tips mm-hmm.
1: um yeah so last time I told everyone to make sure they wear shoes every day <laughs> I still stick by it except um I may have downgraded to slippers some of the days. yeah yep. <laughs> as long as I have something on my feet mm-hmm. um and I also suggested to always pack up your workspace at the end of the day so yep. it's out of sight out of mind um my tip for you today you may or may not know this but zoom actually has a secret um look better filter (laughs) well
0: we don't use zoom at work so okay
1: so i use zoom for work calls and then also for some personal calls as well and Mm -hmm. there's actually a filter in zoom in your settings um and it basically gives you just like a little instagram filter it just makes you look a little bit better than you currently do, and I think it's gold.
0: (laughs) Um, I love that idea. Unfortunately, we use Microsoft Teams in my Uh office, so I need to Google. I've seen some interesting stuff to do with Teams, so I'm going to look into Mm -hmm. it. I'm sure that
1: there's a way, if Zoom has one. Yeah. But, like, I I just look at everyone in the morning looking haggard and I look slightly less haggard, and I just think it's because of the filter.
0: I love that. I did see Zoom has a feature which I don't think Teams has, um, where you can like set a background, yes, for your call. And I did see fantastic. I think it was fantastic. Maybe it was Freedom Furniture. Anyway, one of the furniture companies. Maybe it was Freedom. They have a thing where they've like taken their photos from their like catalogues or whatever, and you can upload those as your Zoom backgrounds to make oh your my house God. look better. <laughs>
1: Which That's like actually unloving. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, we have one of our like directors, the kooky one. Every day he takes his meeting like he's sitting on the beach, and it makes me want to stab <laughs> myself. Um. So funny. <laughs>
0: so so funny. Um, and there's a few people in mine who blur their background, and I'm like, what do you have to hide? Um, also, like. I don't know if it fits under hobbies, but I've had like a project that I've wanted to do for ages, which is hang up a bunch of pictures that I purchased while I was traveling that yes. I put in frames and then just never got around to. So I've done a gallery wall. And then I realized after doing it, that it sits behind where I'm sitting for work at the moment. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm a little bit upset that nobody from work brought up the fact that my background changed. Like <laughs> guys, I worked really hard on this gallery nook. Um, does Does nobody want to, Want to compliment me on my amazing yes. gallery?
1: There's um, nothing more fascinating than looking into everybody's houses.
0: Yeah, I, I've got a lot of envy. My, my boss goes outside for we have a team catch up at about like nine forty-five ten every morning, mm-hmm. and she constantly like goes and sits in her courtyard, and her children bring her like toasted sandwiches and stuff, and I'm just like, I wish I had an outdoors. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, Well, my working from home tip, I don't even know if it's a tip, is what I'm trying to do is make the best of what is essentially a shitty situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am trying to always do something before work. I am. Because ordinarily we would get up and hair, makeup, get dressed, commute. I don't have to do the commute. I'm still trying to get dressed for work.
1: um, Yeah, I get dressed and I wear full face every day.
0: I'm still putting makeup on. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, from the way stuff on business, it has been really cold lately. So I've succumbed to like tracky ducks on the bottom and having my um, dressing gown close by just because otherwise I'm freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, trying to like lean into the, the stuff that I can make the most out of. Like the other morning I had my breakfast and then I just prepped lamb shank soup and had that cooking Delicious. at 9am. So by mm-hmm. lunchtime it was ready. Mm-hmm. And that's something I couldn't do. I mean, I could probably put it in the slow cooker before going to work, but then I'd spend the whole day panicking that when I got home, my house would have burnt down or yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. Whereas, yeah, I'm just sort of Yeah,
1: like... I've been um, trying to get up and take the dog for a walk before I start my day because it chills him out and then it also means he'll sleep when I'm trying to do stuff. Yeah. But it's also just good to not sit inside all day. So yeah, I'm all for that, and I'm
0: also like enjoying the fact that I can have a cooked lunch because I can, in my hour lunch break, you know, I can make nachos, and I can't mm-hmm. do that in the office. So yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see the positive, enjoying the fact that you know, if I time it right, I can do my weekly shop at a lunchtime and get mm-hmm. out of the house or grab the yeah, I've been and- doing
1: that too, but I just still am at the point where. If I, if I, like, take lunch and somebody from work tries to call me, I feel guilty and I feel like I'm doing something wrong, even though I'm not. Yeah. Because, like, at least at work they know that I've gone to lunch, whereas here they just don't know.
0: Do you know so, what? i, I found found that i work worked for a team that's really supportive of, like, if you just need to take time. I actually said to my boss the other day, I was like, I'm really sorry, but my computer keeps stuffing up. And it's just not coping, and I'm getting stressed. So I'm just going to log off, and I'll log back on later. And she's like, "Yeah, that's fine. Like you just mm-hmm. do what works for you." Yeah,
1: and like I'm sure I would get a similar response, but nah. you know,
0: yeah. And because the thing that I'm struggling with is, and I I do this anyway is I work way past my official finish time when we're in an office. Mm-hmm. Um, I might work until like six thirty, seven o'clock most days. I don't. Um, <laughs> But I'm struggling with now I'm pushing it to like eight o'clock because I know when I log off, I can immediately go and cook dinner and I'm trying to like really break up my day. So my aim for this week coming is to almost write myself a timetable like all of those Mm -hmm. parents who now have to teach from home. um, I'm going to try to write myself a timetable and be like, okay, from this time to this time, do these activities or, you know, take this break and and. Because I struggle a lot. I wear glasses and I get headaches when I read a screen too often. And mm-hmm. It's not environmentally friendly, but I have to review a lot of documents in my job. So I quite often print them.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: just don't have the facilities to print because of the nature of the work I do. I can't just send it out to office works and get it printed because a lot of it's confidential. So um, I- I'm struggling with the amount of time I'm spending sitting at a non-ergonomic desk and staring at a screen. Because even my meetings now are staring at a screen. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to be a bit more. A bit have you got pre-
1: Blu-ray glasses? Blue No, I, I've looked at it. I, don't I have, have some. One. I think that they are effective. My problem is I would have to wear them over my physical feel, glasses. Mm, true. So it would be different. I don't think that they change the world, but I do think that my eyes and my head feel less. funny but also
0: that is a placebo effect
1: yes but hey if i feel better i'll take it
0: (laughs) so on the like you know feeling stiff at your desk how are you going with exercise at the moment you mentioned walking the dog
1: yeah so that's pretty much been the extent of it is walking him and he's like a fat lazy dog so i may be walking for like half an hour a day um but this weekend past we had easter and I finally tried to do a little bit more exercise I went for like two really long big walks in the bush um which was lovely and I feel like more of a human since I've done it but also I'm gonna try do a bit more at home because like I used to go to the gym and do classes and hit and um weights and all that stuff quite frequently and I haven't done any so um I've got Weights, dumbbells, kettlebells, bands, all that stuff here. Um, Some online guy that I recommend if anyone's looking for a suggestion, his name's Joe Wicks. He's called The Body Coach, and he does, like, quick hit exercises that you can do in your house with minimal equipment. Um, He's funny. He's good-looking. Like, he's easy. And he's also started doing, like, PE classes for kids that are trapped at home. Um, So... He's really easy to watch and the exercises aren't hard. And the other one, which I have done one of so far, is yoga with Adrian. So it's a YouTube channel. Um, and she just does the most beautiful relaxing yoga. And she's so easy to listen to. Um, so I do, I've done her challenges before. I've done a 30-day yoga challenge. And then sporadically, if I ever am gonna do yoga, I will do it by watching her YouTube um so yeah I'm not doing that much but I feel like I want to do a bit more like I'm feeling like restless and that I feel better when I exercise so yeah Mm. but I also if you haven't done anything in a month don't feel bad because I I didn't do anything either
0: (laughs) yeah I I found probably exercise has been the hardest thing for me um we sort of like had to pause when we were going to record this because I was going to go for a walk and I had planned on making it a much longer walk than it ended up being but I just got really anxious because there were so many people around when I went for my walk. There
1: really was a shitload of people around today
0: and this is a walk that I do quite frequently I would say it's free ISO I would do this walk every fortnight Mm -hmm. um, and maybe bump into like six people Mm -hmm. and just like constantly there were people around. There's also been a lot of reports in my local area um, on like local pages on Facebook and um, other apps that I've been using that have been reporting a lot of sexual assaults happening of women oh who going out and exercising, which really, like, the one thing I really hoped that this isolation was going to kill was raping. Um,
1: well, apparently- I think it's going to probably do the complete opposite because um, apparently brothels aren't considered an essential service. So there's even more frustrated dudes yeah. wandering around.
0: Um, so I just, I just, and I went for my walk in broad daylight and it's, on the one hand, having a lot of people around did make me feel safer that I wasn't going to be attacked, but then it was just in the back of my mind. And I just, I reached, um, you know, what would normally be the quarter mark for this walk. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make this halfway and head home, mm-hmm. um, which is upsetting because I, I would have liked to have walked for longer and I'm feeling pent up and stressed and I also Mm -hmm. go to the gym and pre-COVID-19 I was going swimming and there's a lot of just activities I'm not doing um Mm -hmm. I struggle with video workouts at home Um, Mm -hmm.
1: they're not easy
0: they're not I I don't have a lot of equipment in the house um I'm sort of set up for like stretching and stuff Mm -hmm. um I also live in an apartment so I'm just conscious of like doing not that I would ever do burpees because I just don't think that should exist as an exercise but <laughs> doing anything that involves like jumping up and down and like,
1: Oh yeah, it's super hard to do in an apartment for
0: the person below me. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did do, and uh, E has shared this with everybody on our um, Instagram page. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth has his own exercise company called Centerfit and they are offering everybody six weeks free um, sign up and you have to put in your credit card details, but you can literally like deactivate the subscription the day that you download it and you can still access it for six weeks. So mm-hmm. as long as you do that, you're fine. And you're not, it's not going to cost you anything. And I did download it with like the intention of like, well, it's got you know, healthy recipes that I'll be able to adapt them. And it's got some exercise. And then I just found myself watching Chris Hemsworth work out and being like <laughs> eating chips while and I do it because I was like, this <laughs> <is> so good <laughs> controlling yeah. content. Um, so that's well, it's like yeah. If anybody wants to like do exercise at home, like hats off to you. We do um in my office we're trying to I, I sit on the social committee and it's really hard to do social isolation committee work. Um mm-hmm. but one thing we sort of instigated was meditation Wednesdays. So we use our video conferencing and I share my screen and have a YouTube video of them meditation I mostly use the calm daily meditations oh, they nice. 10 minutes I struggle I struggle really hard like it's called a practice for a reason I mm-hmm. find my mind wandering I find myself like wiggling my mouse to see how much longer we've got to go um mm-hmm. but
1: but I think that's that's what you need to learn with meditation is that it's not about stopping the thoughts yeah Yeah, Um, And that's what calm is good. I also use headspace. I find headspace really good. Um, They teach you that. To be fair, I don't use them and I don't meditate often. I do it maybe once in a blue moon, but um, a guided meditation where they tell you that it's okay to have thoughts and get distracted. I like that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I would say like in terms of the things that I'm doing well in isolation, Working from home, I think I'm doing reasonably okay. Like it's not perfect and I'm not as productive as I would be in the office, but I'm making
1: it work. Exercise is definitely like something I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a sad state of affairs when the government has to allow you to exercise in pairs to stop us from getting attacked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Um, I, w- yeah. Go,
0: no,
2: go. I
1: was going to say I did go for a walk with a girlfriend that I haven't seen in weeks and weeks and weeks this weekend, because um, I guess we're allowed to go for walks in pairs. So we went for like a bush walk, and it was really nice um, just to be able to chat and like. Yeah, um, one,
0: one of my colleagues has been really good about like calling me in the morning. Um, although one morning she called me and she was going for her walk, and I was like, "I'm trying to get a rust ring off my um, splashboard." Um, <laughs> just yeah cleaning I feel like I'm constantly cleaning that's the one thing I'm hating about being home so much is messes being created a lot easier and I just feel yeah. like I'm constantly stacking and emptying the dishwasher
1: mm-hmm. um
0: but yeah so I have a couple of times like it's a colleague from work and she's like let's just like half an hour on the phone we'll talk not about work stuff and not about the virus and we'll just mm-hmm. like talk while we walk and
1: that's we nice we both
0: go to different cafes like, she's, many suburbs away um mm-hmm. so while we're walking I'll be like oh I just found a cafe that's open I'm gonna like particularly I'm a big fan now of like the cafes that have the little coffee windows so you don't mm-hmm. have to go inside
2: yeah
0: um, so yeah I'll get my get my coffee that's sort of my treat for the end of the walk I have a coffee machine at home what's that scratchy noise
1: Ah, oh, sorry, I was filing my nail absentmindedly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so bad for the audio.
1: My um growing out terribly. ISO SNS.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. I can't believe you still have them. Just take them off,
1: man. Uh, oh, they're they're at the point they're about to come off. Yeah, I'm just getting them um, through as long as I can.
0: Well, speaking of SNS, what what are you are you doing for self care at the moment? Like how are you treating yourself?
1: Well, let me tell you about my um Saturday afternoon okay so i got in the shower i'd shaved my legs i got out of the i washed my hair did all the business got out moisturized put on my comfiest pajamas put on some big fluffy socks i made my room nice and dark i went and got a big bottle of wine and a giant bag of easter eggs and i sat in my bed and i watched Dawson's Creek right. <laughs> and it was the best day that I've had so far in isolation. <laughs> um,
0: I've not been that for one, about it, but I, as, as you say, that I'm like feeling the fuzz on my legs and I can make up my legs this week.
1: Um, I just was going through a point rise because my work is not quiet. I still have a job and, in fact, I'm busier than ever. And I just feel like Monday to Friday I'm busier than I ever have been. I've got no time to stop. I feel like I live in a house of people and there's always people around. And if it's not people, it's like my dog's always around. I feel like I'm like, I can never get any time to myself. So I made like a big point of being like, nobody fucking talked to me for hours yeah. <laughs> and it was heaven. So I finally got like that time to relax and not think about anything. Cause I had like days ahead of me, um, of the Easter weekend. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm finding myself like making lists of like stuff that I should be doing for myself. So uh-huh. um I've got a pile of face masks and I'm gonna work my way through them. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh that's it I put on a um a go to again, the idols Zoe foster blake put on a go to face mask while I was doing all my jazz yeah yeah
0: I think I think that stuff's important um I've done a foot mask it's one of those ones that makes your feet peel I'm it's sure. very satisfying I'm loving it so much
1: are they peeling yeah
0: yeah it's oh, wow. it's disgusting and I look like a swamp thing but I love it um I'm like, like we talked about I'm still putting on makeup for work and doing my yep. hair and try to put in a bit of effort in when I'm choosing to wear I'm finding it. it the annoying thing is I'm having to do as much washing as if I was going to work, but
1: yes, <laughs>
0: it's on the plus side, like,
1: I still feel like a human. Mm. See, I, I don't dress up necessarily. Like if I have to leave the house to go for a work meeting or something, then obviously I do. But if I'm at home, I'm putting like a lot of effort into my loungewear. Like I've got like sick, Tracksuit sets, like, and I always wear matching socks with slides, and like, I'm putting a lot of effort into my loungewear. (laughs)
0: Um, so how how are you when you have those moments in the evening, particularly after work? Like, what are you Mm -hmm. consuming? I know we talked last pod about like TV, your lack of movie watching, Mm -hmm. books, etc. But are, are you getting on board with like? I feel like everybody's doing live videos or special Instagram. Um, consuming that
1: stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got house party, so I have certain friends that I speak to in house party. I have my family that we do like a family FaceTime thing, and also I use Zoom for some of my friends. But to be honest, I'm feeling quite overwhelmed by all of it, and I don't want to do it, and I don't want to talk to everyone. I I find I'm having meetings all day where I'm talking to people, and. In the first few days, it was kind of novel to get on and talk to my friends again. But, like, I feel like there's, like, 20 different groups, 20 different meetings, different phone calls. I have friends doing trivia. I have friends doing, like, quizzes. And I'm just like, no. No. I just just want to do nothing.
0: I'm finding it quite good to, like, instead of participating, just watch other people's stuff. So I've noticed, like, a lot of people on Instagram are putting up some quality content. And I'm just Mm -hmm. It, or even on YouTube, like, I'm just enjoying watching videos of things. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, other than our Instagram page, which is amazing, uh, with all, <laughs> of the, all of the COVID-19 memes you could ever want.
1: Yes, um, the ISO memes.
0: You have spoken about, you know, your favourite person in the world, Zoe Foster Blake. Her husband, mm-hmm. Hamish Blake, has been killing it on Insta with his Instagram videos, Zoom for one more. Yes, where he, um, I want to invite him to
1: my work meetings I think I think everyone would get a laugh out of it I, think,
0: I mean you don't work for the air force so you would be fine I think that's mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. so the concept for anybody who's wondering is um he doesn't a lot of a lot has been made out about this is like hacking into the zoom system it's not that at all he asks people to invite him and send him the login details so he's been invited into the calls but yeah, people just people maybe know. not by
1: the boss. Yeah, whatever. usually it's
0: only one or two people who know that he's coming in and he usually knows vaguely what the call is about. Um, so there's some where they're like, you know, dance classes, so he comes in his best dance wear ready to like do a dance or, um, you know, it'll be Friday night drinks so he's wearing his best business wear and cracking a beer <laughs> Or um, I saw one this week which was, um, I think it was Mecca, the – makeup brand oh, yeah. um they were doing a face mask party so he uh whacked on a go-to face mask to join it um <laughs>
1: amazing
0: so I, I i think his content's been great um other content that i've been loving is uh there's a american actor who i don't know how old he is maybe he's like in his like 60s or 70s his name's leslie jordan um you know him if you saw him he's from like
1: will and grace
0: yeah will and grace he was on um boston legal he's just one of those character actors he's very very gay i
1: thought very tiny yeah
0: and i followed him pre-covid 19 he's a sassy south like southern american i think he's from like tennessee or something um gay actor and he just It's like he hasn't worked out how stories work, so he uploads all these mini videos as um on his feed. And they're just so funny. And his ones since he's been in isolation have just been even funnier. It's
1: like his one's about um the Tiger King (laughs) killed me. Watch (laughs) my murder program.
0: (laughs) Um highly recommend that. Other um another comedian who I'm loving following is a New Zealand comedian called Chris Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, who I only discovered because a comedian that I do follow um, regularly was posting about how great his content was. Um, he's got a great little video about like going for walks when you're in isolation and how he like freaks out when somebody walks towards him and doesn't <laughs> give proper space and like he dives into the bushes. Um, he's in New Zealand and they've been on a more strict lockdown than we have for a bit longer.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: He's also taken up the hobby of felting. Which is, oh, wow. You take like wool and turn it into like little animals and stuff. And it's just, <laughs> he does these big reveals of his work. Oh, they're so good. Anyway. Parker is his name. Um, follow him on Insta. He's very funny. Um, the other thing I've been getting into is, as discussed before, I love cooking and I love baking. So I've been watching a lot of like YouTube cooking channels uh, mm-hmm. My favourites are probably Bon Appetit, who are the um, Condé Nast magazine. They're um, incredible. And their videos are just the best anyway. Pre-ISO, I was super into, like, they have a lot of different shows within their channel. So one that I know E would love is called It's Alive, and it's all about fermentation. Yes. Um. So, you know, how to make kombucha, how to make kimchi, how to make sourdough, Um. There's another one called Gourmet Makes where a, you know, Cordon Bleu trained pastry chef takes an American candy and tries to recreate it in a gourmet manner. So it might be like <laughs> making a gourmet Mars bar or something. It's amazing. Um, just Excellent. This the one where she made um, a gourmet Cadbury cream egg. Amazing. Yum.
1: Um.
0: But also what they've been doing is because they're all in isolation is recording things from their kitchens at home. Mm-hmm. um which has been really interesting and it's like all of the different test kitchen chefs will be like this is my morning coffee routine and how I make my coffee or this is my favorite gadget in my kitchen or
1: mm, and <laughs> you can kind of see them have to operate without all the, yeah. bang, the bells and whistles of they the Did one kitchens. the other day
0: which was like this is how we do um you know a, a pantry pasta so this is like if you had to make pasta on the fly this, with just what you've got in your pantry, this is what I would make. And it's mm-hmm. it's given me some great ideas. The other one is also a YouTube channel. It's called Sorted Food. It's five British guys. Two of them are chefs. Three of them, they call themselves normals, but they're kind of like foodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they're doing their show regularly, it's very much all about like, you know, here's a celebrity cookbook and we're going to make something out of it or, you know, beat the chef and it'll be a chef versus a normal cooking <laughs> on some sort of challenge or they've got mm-hmm. travel episodes but again they're adapting because they're in isolation so some of the episodes have been um one of the normals has to cook a filled pasta based just with what he's got in his house but he's on a zoom call with a chef who's talking him through how to do it which is cute um and they've also been really good on the social media so um every weekday while they're in isolation um they do an instagram live and we'll have a theme for it so they might be like today we're both going to make like the two people who they choose from their channel to be on it they might make like cakes in a mug or something Mm -hmm. Um, which i just think is really cool And they, they do a lot of because it's instagram live and people can ask questions they give a lot of suggestions for um variations and diversions you can do when you're making um stuff and substitutions for when Mm -hmm. you don't have the ingredients. Have you been doing
1: anything since then? Um, Well, I just find I'm spending like 12 hours a day on Instagram. I just think Instagram's where I'm at. Um, I've noticed um, a theme
0: in our posts because for those who don't realise, E manages our um, Instagram for the pod.
1: (laughs) Uh, You're very (laughs) anti-TikTok. Yes. I just, I don't think it's for us. I think if you're out of your 20s, you don't, I've got to say, you don't need really, to have one.
0: Like, don't judge me, but I've downloaded it. I don't have a profile. I'm not posting anything, but I'm consuming mm-hmm. TikTok content and I'm mm. not reading it. Well,
1: yeah, I just, I just think it's for children. I don't think grown couples should be doing dances on there. I strongly don't think that. And I think that TikTok belongs on TikTok. I Ooh. I don't think I should have to watch fucking TikTok videos while I'm on Instagram. The end of rant.
0: <laughs> I am loving, I'm loving like the people who have reworked Julia Gillard's misogyny speech. Into okay, like I a do like that. And then that's, turned it into a, that's some content there.
1: But, you know, that's not what TikToks is at its soul. That's I'm also like,
0: loving the TikToks that are using like Kath and Kim excerpts. Oh,
1: mm-hmm, I just, mm-hmm.
0: I'm loving it.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: okay. Speaking of apps, obviously you're anti TikTok. I, I'm, I'm TikTok curious. I'm not saying that I've converted. I'm just curious. (laughs) Um, we talked about house party. Um, yeah, which is
1: fine, but the quality of the um calls isn't as good as Zoom or FaceTime. So,
0: yeah, who knows? But it's kind kind of of fun to just be able to creep
1: into people's rooms. Like that's fun.
0: (laughs) Although we did have your sister creep into our call.
1: Yeah. Over the that weekend. was funny. That was weird.
0: Um, other apps, uh, there's sort of like been a resurgence of apps for me in my office. We, are, like I said before, trying to find ways to be social while being distant. So we've okay. started a Words with Friends tournament. Oh wow! Um, so Words with Friends is kind of back in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the other thing I'm finding is like I I've noticed a lot of people who I follow on Instagram. Are getting into Nintendo Switch, and I don't have a Nintendo Switch. oh Yeah,
1: I've also noticed this.
0: So instead, I've like looked for dumb games I can play on my phone, and one that I found. Do you remember? I don't even know what. Maybe it was a computer game. Maybe it was like a console game. Do you remember Lemmings?
1: No, the only game I know is Snake. <laughs> okay.
0: Lemmings was a game where like you had these little men called. I don't know. They're not like lemmings, the animals, but they were like these mindless men who just walk in a straight line unless you tell them not to. And you can tell them to build stairs or to dig a hole or they'll jump off cliffs even though it's going to kill them. They have no minds of their own. So if they're going to jump off a cliff, you have to like give them an umbrella to stop them. And so your challenge is always to get them from where they drop out into their home, which is like a glowing box. And there is now an iPhone version of Lemmings and I have mindlessly been playing that because I'm like, This will keep my hands busy for 25 minutes. Um, Wow! And like all all iPhone games, you have a limit of tries and then it just is like, you have to wait a day before we'll give you lives again, which is good because I think I would get obsessed with it and never stop. Um, I haven't retried Candy Crush for that reason. I think my life (laughs) went back to Candy Crush. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I found that's like a good way to kill 20 minutes here or there. (laughs) Um.
1: Well, I would say just like, like I said, Insta is probably where I spend my time, but I just think like the Batuta Advocate has been brilliant. Like, they're so quick anyway, but they're just above and beyond how fast they manage to get stories out. Um, And also, pedestrians. Pedestrians, the new Batuta to me. They have.
0: They're game. I'm I'm very like with where they're at.
1: They have such a strong voice, such a good brand voice that speaks directly to my millennial soul, and I just think their articles are hilarious. I watched a girl, like, review different Easter eggs, and it was the best video that I watched that whole day. Um, In terms of, like, other places to get news, see Boutouda's fake news, pedestrians, real news, also follow (laughs) The Cut, which is an American – um, news and lifestyle site. I just think like there, again, it's like speaks to my millennial soul, the way that they deliver the news to me. And I'm also enjoying um, the Man Repeller, which is a blog by a lady Leandra in America. But it's now like a huge business with like many many writers, and um, their writers are all working remotely. And just yeah, you're getting daily content from them about what they're doing in ISO, and just I think that's really a nice little distraction and a nice little deep dive to read some of their articles. Yeah, I like. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever followed the page Gary Janetti? No. Okay, so he does a parody page of Prince George. Um, So basically it's sassy, gay, five-year-old Prince George. Um, And it's honestly one of my favourite pages on Insta. However, during ISO, I've been introduced to his partner, Brad. And every single day of isolation, Brad has created a fake Starbucks in their house to make Gary a coffee every day. And it just starts off, "Welcome to (laughs) Bradbox," and they just go through this fake, like, server um, and customer scenario in their house every day, and it's killing me. So just like, did he ever get his
0: name spelt right on his cup?
1: Um, we'll see. The longer that it's gone on, obviously Starbucks have got involved now, and they've sent him like an apron. They've sent him cups. They've sent him like the printer with the stickers. Like it's evolved, and it's so good. Um, so that's like my daily little laugh is watching their um, their little Brad Bucks every morning. Um, and the last person that you have to follow for content during this time is obviously Jacinda Ardern. Is there anybody else? She makes me feel calm and safe.
0: (laughs) And her speech about, um, you know, the fact that the Easter Bunny and the tooth fairy are still essential services was just so. Yeah, but also
1: making the kids that don't get eggs feel okay like yeah. letting everyone know that they might not make it like so, it's very important because there's a lot of people that w- won't be able to during this time and I just thought I was like stopping <laughs> that's so the mood I was in that day.
0: <laughs> one of the things that got me into Chris Parker the New Zealand comedian that I mentioned before is he mm-hmm. did a really good reaction video to Jacinda Ardern's um announcement about easter eggs because she also recommended that everybody had been doing bear hunts um in their windows also hang up easter eggs so they yeah. can go for a walk and and do an easter egg hunt and he just did like this amazing reaction where he's like guys Justin needs us we all need to create easter eggs that's what we need to be doing <laughs> and he's just so extra and so like flamboyant with it and just yeah so mm-hmm. highly recommend that um, Yeah is great? And I also think she's very good, particularly that speech that she gave or press conference. She spoke at a level that kids could understand.
1: Mm-hmm. And She's also that... been doing separate press conferences for children.
0: Yeah. So on that, I um, consume most of my news from ABC, which is the um, Australian Broadcasting Network uh, in Australia. It's the public broadcaster, uh, government-funded but independent. Um, and that's where I've always consumed most of my Australian news from. But uh, they also have a lot of television programming, great content, great TV shows. One day we'll just go through things you can watch for free there. Um, but a childhood favourite of everybody is um, Play School. Um, there's not an Australian kid who didn't grow up watching Play School and if there is, then they don't belong here and I don't care who knows it. Um, <laughs> Play school was such a fundamental part of my life. But they did a really good episode. Um, it's only 20 minutes long on how to understand COVID-19 as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it spoke to children but also to parents and gave a good suggestions of things you can do to feel less alone or explaining why it is we need to do the things and that it's not going to last forever. And I just... Mm-hmm. For all my friends with kids who've said, like, it's really hard to explain to our kids why they can't go to the park, I'm like, watch this video. I think it will help. Like,
1: so
0: mm-hmm. it's um, probably a really hot tip from me. Excellent. So, before we wrap up, E, the mm-hmm. only other thing that I was thinking about before we started this call is like, what have your hobbies been in ISO? And I feel like snacking has become a hobby. Are you eating more now that we're in Iceland?
1: Yes, but I also read an article about it and um, it's biological. So we're currently living through like a pandemic and a trauma and it's a trauma response to eat more. Like our body okay. goes, something weird's happening, you're stressed, things are weird, I'm going to panic it, and so you're going to so- eat.
0: And I'm craving like comfort food. Like I just want yep. high starchy, high carby. I'm mm-hmm. loving the fact that all of a sudden it's not evil to eat gluten because everybody just wants bread and pasta. And I mm-hmm. have been on this bandwagon for a long time <laughs> wondering why everybody gave up the carbs. And now yep. I'm just like, see, I was right. Pasta's brilliant.
1: Eat 100%. That's all like toast for breakfast, like mm-hmm. leftovers for lunch, usually like chili or, a you know, a pasta. Even like having them.
0: like, A healthy soup for lunch, and making some garlic bread on the side.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, all I feel I'm doing is eating. I bought like a kilo bag of mini eggs, and I think I've eaten them all. (laughs) Um, I limited myself
0: on my Easter egg purchases, but I Mm -hmm. have definitely been leaning into like crisps and chips and
1: yeah. It turns out that um. a whole box of shapes is now a snack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not just like a part box, like a whole box is considered a I snack.
0: I will open a bag of crisps, pour out some into a bowl, clip it up, and then 20 minutes later just mindlessly wander in and pour more. Yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm all about cheese platters. I feel like sometimes that becomes my dinner because I'm like. Oh, yeah, I
1: haven't, I haven't done that yet.
0: Um, okay, good. I mean, I think ISO food is – obviously comforting I've also found food is another way that I can feel like I'm doing something to help um so I live in an area with a lot of restaurants and cafes who are all struggling um but some of them have become really creative about what they're offering by way of takeaway um Mm -hmm. there's a cocktail bar that I would never have gone to ever pre-COVID-19 I've walked past it many times. I've been like, I don't know what this cocktail bar's about. It seems a little dingy. They're doing takeaway cocktails. And I'm just <laughs> like, guys, I'm here for you. What what can I buy from you to mm-hmm. keep you going? Thank you. Um, so yeah, that that's one thing that I would say is like if you're feeling overwhelmed and like you can't do anything to help, if you can afford to, don't feel like you have to, but if you can afford to, like, order one meal of takeaway and don't feel guilty about it Mm because you're helping a small business. Um, Yeah. So I'm sort of like planning my one meal of takeaway a week and that's something to look forward to and like a little mini celebration. Um, I'm mostly getting mine. I collect it because that's also my reason to leave the house for the day, um, which feels nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all really good about doing contactless collections where you can just, like, call and they'll pop it in your boot or you can, you know, walk up and they'll drop it at the door for you to collect. So mm-hmm. that's been cool. Yeah, try
1: order direct. Don't order through Uber. Uber takes 30%. Yeah.
0: A lot of mine are actually Which is the whole profit. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sheba, which is, like, I think we've spoken about on previous apps, is, like, the female alternative to Uber. Um, they're actually doing a thing called Sheba Drops. So you can order mm. anything online that can be collected in person and they their drivers will collect it and deliver it to your house, which is great if you're at high risk and can't leave the house.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Um, so, yeah, food, I'm not eating healthily, but I'm trying not to hate myself for it and trying yeah. to be a bit kinder to myself.
1: Zero guilt, zero fucks. The world's ending. Yeah. Just eat, eat it, enjoy it.
0: <laughs> Do yeah, the consequence it, later. It doesn't help that we've just gone into winter as well. So like it's harder to get the salad stuff or to feel, feel full full when you're sitting all day at a desk and like my house is not built to be sat still in all day. Mm-hmm. I get cold really easily in my lounge room slash office. Um so yeah, I'm snacking, I'm trying to make sure I've got healthy options around, but sometimes I'm I just not. need i
1: <laughs> I'm just going for it. Yeah.
0: I've, I've like bought more ice cream in the last two months than I've ever bought before. But mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um. Well, I think that's probably it for today. But we'll be back.
1: Yes. I'm gonna um, try um have some ISO dating content.
0: Okay. Um. It's a big call.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just a friend who she's she said that everyone's active on the apps and everyone's there and everyone is bored. So she said it's a good time. Okay. I mean, all right.
0: we'll, we'll see what happens there. I, <laughs> I am highly sceptical, but we can discuss that on the next step. Yeah,
1: you know, I'm just um, willing to do the research.
0: I would love for any of our listeners to reach out either on our Insta or you can leave voicemails by following the link at the bottom of this
2: Hmm.
0: Um. Let us know what's going on for you guys. How are you coping with ISO? Are you home alone? Are you shacked up with somebody? I've heard lots of stories: of housemates becoming fuck buddies just because <laughs> there's nothing else to do. Um,
1: yeah, that sounds it. fun.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not going to happen in my scenario, but no,
1: mine. <laughs> good,
0: good luck to you. You live with your brother, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah hit us up let us know how you're going um loving the meme content Uh,
1: i do what i can you know some days some days i can't even face a posting one and then some days i've I've got the goods for you so just stick it out i
0: just yeah memes (laughs) will get us through this that Mm -hmm. is the language of the millennials Mm
1: -hmm. yes
0: um stay strong stay healthy wash your hands
1: yes and we'll we'll catch you soon we will okay all right love you